Hi ho neighbors. I'm Fuzz. This is 15 Minutes with Fuzz. You're here. I'm here. We're all here. It's a good day. While you have your podcast player app open, please consider hitting the follow button. That will make sure you get new episodes of 15 Minutes with Fuzz every time a new episode drops. And then that way, I don't have to come track you down when I launch a new episode. Because I'll find you. All right, enough of that. I just got a cool new batch of 15 Minutes with Fuzz stickers in. If you'd like one, email me and let me know where to send it. 15withfuzz at gmail.com is the email address. 15 is spelled out. There's no minutes in the email address either. It's just 15withfuzz at gmail.com. Great job making that easy again, Fuzz. Again, 15withfuzz at gmail.com. All right, let's get into it. I'm sure you've heard the news, but if not, Aaron Latch recently purchased Geidel's Piggly Wiggly in Kewaskum. The store is now called Latch's Piggly Wiggly. Aaron is with me this week to talk about how he got a start in the grocery biz, what made him take the leap to purchase the store, and what you can expect at the all-new Latch's Piggly Wiggly in the future. With that, here are 15 minutes on the all-new Latch's Piggly Wiggly with Aaron Latch on 15 Minutes with Fuzz. So, Aaron, give us a scoop on how you went from working at Geidel's Piggly Wiggly in, in Kewaskum to becoming the proud new owner of Latch's Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, so I started back in 1990. Um, I started at 16. I went to the family grocery store. Looked for my first job as a bag boy, started in high school, worked my way through, attended college here in West Bend at Marine Park mm -hmm. for marketing. And as we started to grow the business, we built our store in 2000 for Piggly Wiggly. And I started as store manager. And through the years, I just kept expanding and growing with the business. And here we are today. So many kids in our area start working at Piggly Wiggly you know, run a checkout or they are a bag person or stocking and all that stuff. What did you, what was your first role when you came in? As a kid, I was a bag boy and a stocker. So back, okay. back then as a kid, we, uh, we played football, we played basketball, we played baseball after practice. You went and stocked shelves from six to nine at night and that's what you did. Yeah. Did you ever think when you were 16, like this, I'm, I'm going to not only do this for the rest of my life, but I'm going to own this place someday. I, did not. No, I <laughs> went and picked up my $30 check each week and yeah. uh, blew it all by Sunday. And <laughs> I, it's really hard to believe, actually. When you were that age, what did you think you were going to be doing? I didn't know. I had had some interest in the grocery business, but wasn't quite sure. So I dabbled not only on the retail side at the store, but I also uh, tried some wholesale stuff, working with a couple vendors part-time. I was very interested in the building trade. So you know, at that time we were doing uh, different remodels and construction jobs with friends. So at, I just was torn. And for whatever reason, I just kept plugging away. And the excitement of building a new store in 2000, I guess, really triggered it. So where was the store before that? So prior to that, we were across the street directly west over in the building that still houses Subway. Okay. Um, and the hometown pharmacy, we were the Century store over there and we were there for uh, almost 20 years from 82 to 2000. Gotcha. And before that, it was in the uh, old annex. It was in the annex. We were in that? the, nope, in the familiar uh, party in the pavement downtown parking lot. Okay. Um, my grandfather built that store in 1962. 
was about a 6,000 uh, square foot building. Wow. Okay. I moved to West Bend in, in 2000. So it has always been the new, uh, the new place to me. You recently purchased the Piggly Wiggly and became the owner. What was the spark that inspired you to take that leap? The number one spark, I guess, would be my coworkers. We have a great team of people there. All our managers are there between 23 and 25, 35 years. And without them, none of it would have been possible. I, they're, they're coworkers to me. They're, they're not employees. Do you have any fun or heartwarming stories about your days working at Piggly Wiggly before you took over the, the reins? Uh, most heartwarming, I guess, if I look back, would be being able to work with my grandfather. He was in the business from about the 1930s till the day before he passed away in 97. Even up into 80 years old, he would still come in every morning, work his three, four hours, basing the jello, getting a half a donut, you know, teasing the bakery girls. So working with him, my aunt and uncle, cousins, brothers, my, and now my children is, is just really a great part of the job. Excellent. So how do you plan to honor the Guidel's Piggly Wiggly legacy while adding your own touch to the store? You know, we, over the years, Mike Guidel and our whole team have done such a great job being involved. We just hope to carry on that same tradition. Last fall, when I was working on our book in Kewaskum, I talked to Jim Regal. He's second generation owner of Regal where he's in his nineties. And he said his father, J.O. Regal lived by these words and that's serve your coworkers and employees, serve your community and keep modernizing your business. And that I have that written up on the wall in front of my office. And, uh, I, I live by those words. So. Like your own belief sign. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. <laughs> that's excellent. What makes Latch's Piggly Wiggly stand out as a one-of-a-kind grocery store in Washington County? What do, you, what do you think is your secret sauce? You know, so within 7 to 10 miles of our store, we have a couple Piggly Wigglies. We have a couple Pick and Saves, Meyer, Walmart, Aldi's, Sendix. You know, when I look at our staff, our store, we have a nice-sized store to offer the community. We have convenient in and out right on 45. We have great customer service and a very, very experienced staff. And seeing those familiar faces come in. We've, we've hired second and third generation customers. We have second and third generation and even fourth generation customers. And when I hear someone say, Oh, my, my dad used to shop on the store and I came in, you know, when I was a little girl on main street or when we hire someone, we know when someone has an event in their family and it, it's just fun to be a part of the community. And we hope to just keep that rolling. Sure. And you guys do a lot with nonprofits and such. You guys have a a brat fry pretty much for like April through October. <laughs> we, we do. Yeah. Yeah. We, this year, I think we're hosting 22 dates. We had about 35, 40 requests and you know, these brat fries are just a great way for us to be involved in the community, give back and for our customers to be able to support these local organizations. Yeah. Well, as a, a leader in some of the local organizations that have had brat fries there, we appreciate that. And it's a really yeah, thank uh, you. good access to just so many people that come and, shop at Piggly Wiggly and that are, you know, there on the weekends and, and help support the organizations. It's great. Along with that, how do you and your team over at Latches Piggly Wiggly get involved with community events and initiatives here in, in Kewaska, man, Washington County? We like to be involved in anything we can get our hands on. And that's from golf outings to party on the pavement, movie in the parks, what, whatever is going on in town, we try to find a way to be a part of it. And and not because we're looking at getting our name out there, because we enjoy working with those people. 
whether it's the chamber, the Lions Club, their Kiwanis Club, the fire department. We've had such great support from those people shopping at our store and being a part of our business. And it's a great way for us to be involved in their, in their ventures. Yeah, I really think, you know, also as a business owner, whatever you give back to the community, you get back in goodwill. And I, I think it, there's something to be said for it, that. There is. We, we, just, we just love it. We love working with those people, and it, it really is fun. Aaron, what have you loved the most so far about taking over the business? I think the best part for me is nothing has changed. You know, I've been able to still be out on the floor with customers. I still bake groceries. I still help stock if needed. Last weekend, I got called at five in the morning. I had to make donuts on a Sunday. So <laughs> while, while that was not my choice occupation that morning, um, it made the, the thing keep rolling. And uh, they really appreciated me being there. So it, it was fun. Servant leadership is yes. what we call that. What are some of the challenges besides having to get up at 5 a.m. on a Sunday to bake donuts? Uh, what are the, some, some of the challenges that you face as a grocery store owner in 2023? You know, so everyone, when you talk to everyone, complains about staffing or they complain about out of stocks or supply chain. I've had nothing but positive to say. I mean, we have great staff. We continue to get quality applications. We've had no shortage of applications. You look in my deli on a Sunday and you'll see eight, nine, ten people working on a Sunday where pouring out hot ham, salads, fresh rolls, fresh chicken, and you go to some other stores that are maybe struggling with some of their help. And, you know, it's great that everyone's out there working and we, we just have a really good crew. So as out of stocks continue to improve in trucking and supply chain, we just keep capitalizing on it and keep trying to grow the business. Good. I'd say, you know, being a place where people that people want to work for, I guess, is an important thing, right? Yep. How do you, as a business, a local business, champion local producers. So people who are local farmers or other local producers in our area. We look at it from all ways. So we have a company or a family, I should say, third generation we work with. They are at Randolph. They provide sweet corn for us in the summer, pumpkins in the fall, all the way down to the little old lady who'll bring us a bag full of rhubarb from her garden. We'll buy that from her and we'll put it on our shelf. And it, it has just worked fabulous for us to dealing local produce or local goods that we can sell at the store. And it, it's really great in our community. I only go to your store to buy beef jerky because you've got the, <laughs> the great yep. beef jerky. Yep. Uh, also locally produced, right? Yes. If you could share some words of wisdom to those who are buying a legacy business such as you have uh, here in Washington County, what would you say? I would say enjoy it. Enjoy every moment as you continue to work with your employees, your coworkers, Keep growing the business and just enjoy each moment of the history and anything you can do to improve in your community. Have any like unforgettable customer interactions or experiences from your time at the store? Uh, do you have any that you'd like to share with our listeners? I, there's got to be some stories working for, <laughs> for the same place for 33 years. There, there are some stories. And while we don't uh, <laughs> disclose names, obviously, <laughs> one of my favorites probably, and I just told this story this week, we have a customer his, his kids both worked for us. He's in his maybe upper 60s, 70s now. And, oh, a couple of years ago, he came in and he was telling Mike Geidel about how we, you know, he was having trouble finding someone to trim the branches over a sidewalk. And next thing you know, there's uh, the store manager over there with the Piggly Wiggly truck trimming branches <laughs> at this customer's house. And, yeah, I spent a half hour over there with him, dragged his trees to the curb, and it, it was a real nice time. So yeah. on the other hand, during covid we obviously had a toilet paper shortage, mm -hmm. and one of our customers who has shopped since my grandpa had the store in the 
fifties. She didn't have any toilet paper. She's 90 years old. And I was able to scavenge a roll out of the back room for her. <laughs> and that was probably almost a tearful moment for her. And probably the, one of the, I guess, most rewarding parts of that whole experience was being able to help people out that even down to toilet paper became a necessity. And it was, it was quite interesting. Yeah. And those are the interactions that people always remember, no matter how old they are, and also share with as many people as uh, <laughs> Correct. you can imagine. How do you see the future of Latches Piggly Wiggly unfolding? So what kind of role will it play in the community? What do you think? What we hope to do is just keep carrying on the same tradition that the Geidel Piggly Wiggly had. We keep keep rolling with our community, growing with our community, being involved in community organizations. Mm-hmm. We hope to just keep doing the same things we've been doing for years, helping our customers, providing good customer service, and providing a convenient place to shop. All right, last but not least, what is your favorite product or section at Latches Piggly Wiggly and why does it hold a special place in your heart? I think my favorite part of the store is all the homemade recipes and specialty items we do. So whether you're coming in to buy some of our torts, you know, we'll make over 30, 30 pans a week of different torts that we'll put out. We have special dips, salads. I know a couple summers ago I was at a graduation party they had some great baked beans there by uh, my friend's mother-in-law, and now we have Joan's baked beans in our deli. We oh, nice. have Sharon's pretzel dip in our deli, and that we picked up at a family party, too. So it's just those little touches that it's nice to see when customers are purchasing them or you're by a friend's house, they're entertaining, and they're serving your homemade products at, at their party. I have to ask this then, is Dawn's potato salad, is that same similar deal? Dawn, Dawn is a more of a franchise oh, name. We okay. do purchase that. <laughs> okay. It fits in. I, yes, uh, I was like, yes. oh, because that's what we always buy is Dawn's potato salad. And then I'm like, oh, are we actually buying like, uh, you know, like is this your Dawn. aunt's? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's still good. And yes. also your taco dip is uh, correct. Is really that's uh, always a go-to in our family as well. Aaron, congratulations on the purchase of your store. Uh, By the way, if you as a listener want to look at a really cool timeline, I have to give you kudos. We do websites for living in your your timeline on your website of the Century to Piggly Wiggly is fantastic. Did it start as the Century? It started as a... We started in 1876 as just my great-great-grandfather's name. We evolved in the Century, evolved in the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, you could go on to kioskampig.com and see... Some really cool historical photos and the timeline of how things all came to uh, be, from being your great-great-grandfather's store on, on Main Street there to Latches Piggly Wiggly on uh, Fond du Lac Avenue in Kewaskum. Aaron, congratulations again to your new-to-you store. Thank you for serving our community. Thanks for coming on 15 Minutes with us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you again to Aaron Latch, the proud new owner of Latch's Piggly Wiggly in Kewaskum, for joining me on this week's episode. If you have an idea for a guest for the show, hit me up. Go to fuzz.cc slash guest. That is F-U-Z-Z dot C-C slash guest. Or you can just email me, 15withfuzz at gmail.com. Again, that's 15 spelled out with fuzz at gmail.com. New episodes come out on Tuesday mornings at midnight, so if you want to be the first to listen, you need to stay up really late or get up early, or, you know, you can just listen whenever it works best for you. Again, hit the follow button in your podcast player, and it will give you a little notification whenever a new episode becomes live. All of the episodes are also available at 15withfuzz.com. Thank you again for listening. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you again next week right here 
on 15 Minutes with Fuzz.